We're stepping into our second week of our month on generosity. What does it mean that November is for Thanksgiving? How can we take a grateful attitude and apply it to the way in which we approach generosity and giving? And we're doing so through walking through our three aspect uh, attitude toward giving here at Shepherd: intentional, sacrificial, and joyful. Last week we heard from Exodus chapter 3 and the message that God had for his servant Moses and how his intentions and his generosity and his plan for his people give us a lesson in intentionality toward our generosity. How can we plan and be ready for and let that characterize our giving in the way that we live today? But now we're going to talk about sacrificial giving. And we need to spend a little bit of time teasing out what sacrifice means because in today's language, sacrifice is a little bit different than the biblical model. Today we talk about sacrifice as more of a trade. What can I sacrifice of my own to receive something from somebody else? Or sometimes as a tactic, what sacrificial move can I make in a game or in a sport in order to, to, to make a certain result happen that will overall be better for me than the place that I am in, in now? So a sacrifice in baseball or a sacrifice in chess. These things are, are a little bit different than the picture of sacrifice we get in the Bible. See, in the Bible, sacrifice was an important part of the relationship God had with his people because at the end of the day, everyone is sinful and they were breaking God's laws. They were ignoring his commands. They were going their own way. And so there was a debt that was owed that could only be paid through sacrifice. But that same sacrifice also contributed not only to the debt that was owed, but it was a participation in making things more right in the world. It was cleansing the people and cleansing the land that they lived in, cleansing their environment. So it's going to be helpful for us to understand that our giving not only contributes to uh, debt, or I should say our, our understanding of sacrifice, not only is a contribution to debt, but also participation in God making things right in the world. We're going to be hearing from an Old Testament prophet, Malachi, a minor prophet, one of the shortest books, the last book in the Old Testament, and his message to the people of Israel. And he had a tough message to send. It was a message of judgment, but also a message of rescue. A message of repentance and a message of victory, but not before those hard things were communicated. Because if you're talking to someone who is lost in their sin, and you're telling them that repentance is the way forward, it will mean uh, addressing things in their own heart. And I know, and you know as well as I do, that addressing things in our own heart is a rather difficult thing to do, especially when we're caught in our own ways, in our own wickedness. So let's listen to Malachi and hear what his message is and how that might give us a better understanding of sacrificial giving in our own lives. The Lord of Heaven's army says, The day of judgment is coming, burning like a furnace. On that day, the arrogant and the wicked will be burned up like straw. They will be consumed, roots, branches, and all. But for you who fear my name, the Son of Righteousness will rise with healing in his wings, and you will go free, leaping with joy like calves let out to pasture. On the day when I act, you will tread upon the wicked as if they are dust under your feet, says the Lord of Heaven's armies. Remember to obey the law of Moses, my servant, all the decrees and regulations that I gave him on Mount Sinai for all Israel. Look, I am sending you the prophet Elijah before the great and dreadful day of the Lord arrives. His preaching will turn the hearts of the fathers to their children and the hearts of children to their fathers. So we hear this message from Malachi, and I'll be honest, yeah, it's, it's a little bit strange. It's a little bit weird. It's one of those Old Testament sayings where we're like, is that really what we believe about God? Is that how we understand that he operates? But listen to the message that Malachi is sending God's people on his behalf. This is a people who have been caught up in their own ways. The priests are not following the instructions that God gave them to do. The people are not contributing to the sacrifice in the way that God has called and commanded them to do also. So the sacrifice is being given by the people, 
are poor. They're not meeting the qualifications and standards that God has set. And then the priests are simply taking those inadequate sacrifices and going through the ceremonies and presenting them to the Lord. And so there's almost a double transgression there because the people aren't giving what's worthy and the priests aren't giving to God what's worthy because they're not receiving it from the people. And remember what the principles of sacrifice are in the Old Testament. It contributes to the debt because of the sin in the people's hearts. And it participates in the working of holiness in the world around them as well. Well, if the debt is being contributed to with a bad sacrifice, the payment is below the standard. And if the sacrifices are poor, how are they contributing to a better world? You can understand how this twisted and dark uh, environment starts to produce in this Old Testament world where people have turned away from God. So it sounds dark because the darkness is what is within the people's hearts. So Malachi is sending this message of obedience, of repentance, saying, turn back to God. Turn back and listen to the decrees that he gave his servant Moses all the way back at the beginning. Listen again to his commands. Embrace them and and, and follow them with a whole heart, with a heart that is generous, with a heart that is willing and, and able to do what God has called them to do. Because there is one coming. It was just a couple of hundred years later that John the Baptist would enter the scene announcing the arrival of the Messiah, the Son of Righteousness, the one who was the recipient of the throne of heaven, Jesus, the ultimate sacrifice, the Messiah, the final payment, the one who would pay off the debt of sin for all people, the one who would begin the the contribution, the one who would begin the work of making the world holy and reconciling it unto God again. Jesus was coming. That's the message of Malachi. And that's the message of you and I because sacrifice in our lives, what does it mean to give sacrificially? Not just to give until it hurts. Not just to give because we think it'll contribute to our betterment later. But it's a participation in what God is doing through His church to make the world a better place. And that betterness is in two two different ways. On the one hand, the world is better the more that it hears about the message of Jesus. And churches are special places and organizations where that is their primary function. We exist to lead people to follow Jesus. We want people to know what His Word is. We want people to experience His love, to come into a relationship with their God. And also, the work that the church does outside of proclaiming the gospel, providing for those that are in need, uh, creating here at Shepherd, we, we create an environment where children can learn in a, in, a, in, a, in a warm environment where their teachers care about them and want to be there. We want to provide a place for families to grow and nurture one another in their relationships. We want to serve the community that they might experience God's love through our actions. So as you think about your generosity, and if last week we talked about making a decision about it before it takes place, being intentional, this week we're talking about what it means to take on that mindset that realizes this is an invitation by God to participate in the function of sacrifice. Not that we're sacrificing and paying our debt because Jesus paid all of the debt on the cross, but that He is still working through His gospel in the world. God calls us to participate in His work in the world in many different ways. But one of those ways is through our financial offerings. How can we take on a mindset that recognizes the function of sacrifice through our gifts in the world? Let's pray about that. Let's think about that. And let's walk with God in the sacrificial way together. Amen.